Good morning, everybody. Uh, thank you for coming to join us on Morning Prayer. Um, it's Monday the 20th. Uh, it's not Monday, is it? What day is it? It's Wednesday. No, is it Wednesday? Wednesday. Uh, I don't know what day it is. Gosh, I'm completely lost on what day. It's Tuesday. Gosh, guys, it's Tuesday. Well, good morning. Um, uh, hello, Helen. Good morning. Nice to see you. Um, hey, my wife is online. There's a few others. Um, it's really good to see you all this morning. Thank you for um, uh, getting here and being uh, Tuesday. Thank you. Someone wrote Tuesday. Um, thank you so much for coming out and joining us for morning prayer. Um, I've got a cup of tea. I hope you've got your brew as well. Um, we've got a, an amazing opportunity this morning um, to come before Jesus again together to pray. Um, I've been thinking a lot about that. Um, the Bible verse where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am amongst them. I'm not sure that's ever been said before um, about uh, Facebook Live, um, but I truly believe it's true. So as we're here um, this morning, please remember that God is with us. Um, that he, he is present with you wherever you are sat right now, that he wants to speak to you, he wants to challenge you, he wants to refresh you, um, and he wants to teach you new things um, about who he is. And good morning to everybody that's saying hello and good morning. Um, so shall we begin? Um, so we are using Common Prayer this morning. Um, so if you've got a browser, it's commonprayer.net, um, or it, you, you could have downloaded it on, uh, on an app, Common Prayer app. Um, on the Google Play Store or um, the Apple Store, uh, probably a bit late now, but um, for another day, do it. Um, so common prayer. Um, we are going to start right now. We, um, If you've got it open, you will see that we've got two really good segments um, about a guy called Oscar Romero. Um, it's just there to hopefully lead us in a bit of a reflection. Um, I find it quite encouraging. Um, it's two parts, one bit at the beginning, one bit a bit later. Um, the second part makes sense of the first part, so um, stick with it. I hope it's um, encouraging for you. So shall we begin? Um, so Oscar Romero, uh, who lived 1917 to 1980. Although he began as a conservative archbishop, opposed to the progressive liberation theology that was popular among those seeking to help poor farmers in El Salvador. Oscar Romero was deeply impacted when his friend, a priest, was assassinated as a result of commitment to social justice. Through weekly homilies on national radio, Romero advocated an end to the repression of the people in El Salvador, thus making himself an enemy of the government and the military. He was not successful in ending the violence. More than 75,000 Salvadorans would eventually be killed. One million would leave the country and another million would be left homeless. Because of his prophetic witness, Romero became a target of assassination. As he was saying mass on March the 24th, 1980, he was shot and killed. A bishop will die, Romero had said foreseeing his own fate. But the church of God, the people, will not perish. So let's begin. Um, if you're following along, the bits in bold are for you, but please also feel free um, just to relax and, and listen in. Um, I hope it's good for you this morning. So, O Lord, let my soul rise up to meet you as the day rises to meet the sun. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us sing to the Lord, let us shout for the joy to the rock of our salvation. We're going to skip down now to the psalm, um, which is, uh, if, you're, if you're not following along, it's Psalm 119, verses 34 to 37. Um, bits in bolder for you to say if you'd like to, um, but also feel free just to listen. So Psalm 119, verse 34 to 37. Give me understanding and I shall keep your law. I shall keep it with all my heart. Make me go in the path of your commandments, for that is my desire. Incline my heart to your decrees and not to unjust gain. Turn my eyes from watching what is worthless. Give me life in your ways. Unless a seed falls into the ground and dies, it cannot bear fruit or bless others' lives. Um, now we're going to do our, our gospel reading, which is Mark 9, um, verses 14 to 29. If you're following along, please follow along, get a Bible. I'm going to read out of my own personal uh, real Bible this morning, the NLT. Um, and uh, it's an exciting one this morning where we're reading about uh, Jesus healing a demon-possessed boy. So I want to see fire in those comments. Um, so yeah, as always, um, please comment, please um, um, share your thoughts on this passage. Um, I'll share a couple of my thoughts directly after whilst you've got time to type. Um, and then if there's some there, I'll read them out as long as the lag's not too bad. Um, so this is Mark chapter 9, verses 14 to 29. Just going to have a swig of the tea. Awesome. When they returned to the other disciples, they saw a large crowd surrounding them, and some teachers of the religious law were arguing with them. When the crowd saw Jesus, they were overwhelmed with awe, and they ran to greet him. What is all this arguing about? Jesus asked. One of the men in the crowd spoke up and said, Teacher, I bought my son so that you could heal him. He is possessed by an evil spirit that won't let him talk, and whenever this spirit seizes him, it throws him violently to the ground. Then he foams at the mouth and grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. So I asked your disciples to cast out the evil spirit, but they couldn't do it. And Jesus said to them, You faithless people, how long must I go with you? How long must I put up with you? Bring this boy to me. So they brought the boy. But when the evil spirit saw Jesus, it threw the child into a violent convulsion and he fell to the ground, withering and foaming at the mouth. How long has this been happening? Jesus asked the boy's father. He replied, since he was a little boy. The spirit often throws him into the fire or into the water trying to kill him. Have mercy on us and help us if you can. What do you mean, if I can? Jesus asked. Anything is possible if a person believes. The father instantly cried out, I do believe, but help me overcome my unbelief. When Jesus saw the crowd of onlookers, uh, when Jesus saw that the crowd of onlookers was growing, he rebuked the evil spirit. Listen, you spirit that makes this boy unable to hear and speak. I command you to come out of this child and never enter him again. Then the spirit screamed and threw the boy into another violent convulsion and left him. The boy appeared to be dead and a murmur ran through the crowd 
as the people said, he's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and helped him to his feet and to stand up. And afterwards, when Jesus was alone in the house with his disciples, they asked him, why couldn't we cast out the evil spirit? And Jesus replied, this kind can be cast out only by prayer. Lovely reading today. So please, um, I'll give you just a few minutes just to start putting some comments um, in. I'm going to take a swig of my tea and I'm going to share you just two comments that I, I thought of this morning as I read it in prep for this. So it's a good tea. So two comments for me um, whilst you guys are thinking. Um, the first one is, isn't it just amazing? Um, we, we read in the passage that um, as, as they were bringing the boy to Jesus, it says that as the spirit saw Jesus, it started to squirm and throw the boy around. It's when, when, when dark, um, darkness flees at the presence of Jesus, that um, when we pray and we invite Jesus into a situation, when um, we declare his name over circumstances and people's lives, darkness flees because where the name of Jesus is, darkness cannot be. And uh, it's just amazing that we, we believe in a God that at the very name or sight of Jesus, darkness flees. And my second one is just... Um, uh, a little bit more abstract from from this story, but the final sentence where where Jesus just says this kind can be cast out only by prayer. But I think it's just an encouragement that prayer really does change things. That when um, like this, this morning we're we're living in a world at the moment that is strange. That the times are they're confusing. We've never really been in a time like this as a nation um, or living memory. And um, uh, this week I, I went to about eight shops trying to find eggs and I couldn't find any eggs. And I know that's not a big thing. But what about the people in our society that are living in fear because they genuinely are going to be struggling in this isolation time um, of, of being able to get the things they need? We're living in really uncertain and scary times. But one of the things that we can be doing as a church is praying because when we pray, darkness flees. When we pray, things change. And we can be declaring over our country and over our neighbours um, that God, um, God's goodness will reign in their life, um, that darkness will flee. And we just need to pray more. Um, this is an opportunity for the church to challenge itself about how how do we do church how do we how do we be Jesus's hands and feet and one of the most essential things that we as a church need to be doing is praying is coming before Jesus and giving it to him and asking him to change and transform our situations um so I'm going to read out now I'm going to try my best I'm going to pick my phone up and zoom in on my face to try and scroll down these comments um and I'm going to pray some of the things um um Calvin, I'm, thank you for saying that you love Oscar Romero. He's awesome. Um, awesome. So let's pray and read out some of these. So, Lord Jesus, will you help us to believe and trust in you more? Amen to that. Um, thank you, Kat. Everything is possible for one who believes. I wonder what that looks like for us right now. What is the issue that is our demon right now? Amazing. What an amazing thought as we're struggling as a nation. Um, what are the issues we need to be praying about? What are the things that we need to be believing that God can change? That um, uh, What are we believing for? What are we praying for? Um, awesome. 
I think if, if as long as there's no lag, I think that's all of your thoughts. So shall we continue? So if you've got your um your thing, if you open back up, um, and we are going to read the second half about Oscar Romero, um, and uh, I, I think it's quite cool. So I hope it encourages you. Um, tea's going cold. Oscar Romero wrote, "It helps now and then to step back and take the long view." The kingdom is not only beyond our efforts, it's also beyond our vision. We accomplish in our lifetime only a tiny fraction of the magnificent enterprise that is, is the Lord's work. Nothing we do is complete, which is another way of saying the kingdom always lies beyond us. No sermon says all that should be said. No prayer fully expresses our faith. No confession brings perfection. No pastoral visit brings wholeness. No programme accomplishes the church's mission. No set of goals and objectives includes everything. That is what we are about. We plant the seeds that one day will grow. We water seeds already planted, knowing they hold future promise. We lay foundations that will need further development. We provide yeast that affects far beyond our capabilities. We cannot do everything, and there is a sense of liberation in realising that. This enables us to do something and to do it very, very well. It may be incomplete, but it is a beginning, a step along the way, an opportunity for the Lord's grace to enter and do the rest. We may never see the end results, but that is the difference between the master builder and the worker. We are the workers, not the master builders. We are ministers, not messiahs. We are prophets of a future that is not our own. Such an incredible reflection. We are going to pray now, um, the most important part of why we're here. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to start and just pray to open. And if you've got stuff that you would like to be praying about this morning, please could you whack it in the comments. And what I'll do is when I open my eyes after praying, um, I will pray what you've written. Um, so start typing now and I will begin. So... Lord Jesus, we just thank you um, that you are a God that is present, not far away. So, Lord, we thank you that as we are all sat in our own homes right now or wherever we are um, praying, Lord, that you are present with us, that you are moving and shaking our nation. Lord, we thank you that you are present with the broken in our world. And Lord, we ask that you would comfort them, but you would also challenge your people to know how to act. Amen. So I'm going to pick my phone back up again. Let's have a look at these. Right. So Lord Jesus, we just pray that you would keep us faithful in prayer. Lord, we pray for Molly um, working in Tesco. We pray for the Beavis Lacey family, um, Lord, that they would be fully recovered and that they would... They would um, they would um, get better as quickly as possible. I'm just going to hold a few more minutes just in case there's lag. We pray for um, uh, we pray uh, for people to find their memory stick, uh, the one that has the work on. We pray for Mark. Uh, we pray for Mark working in Waitrose and for Daniel and family in Zimbabwe, and for John going shopping. We pray for Sam and her family. We pray for Fran. And Lord Jesus, we just pray uh, for all the other things being written down. We pray 
for 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 Jane's cousin Rachel to continue to recover from the virus. Um, and Lord, we just lift all these things to you. You know our hearts. You know the things that are on our mind. And Lord, we just ask that you would intervene in those situations. Lord, that you would make your face known to people in this time that perhaps don't know you already. Amen. Cool. So we're going to pick back up. So if you want to load, load back up. We're going to pray the Lord's Prayer together. So um, as we've been encouraged every day so far, please say it in whatever version you like. Um, I am going to use what I call Sean's version, um, which is just uh, I don't actually know if it's a, a real version, but it's my own version that I remember. So I'm going to pray now. Uh, you join me uh, where you are with the Lord's Prayer. So let's do it. Our Father, who is in heaven, holy is your name. We pray your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, will you give us today our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the power, yours is the glory and yours is the kingdom now and forever. Amen. Lord, we know the world will kill your prophets. Nevertheless, will you give us words to convict, to heal, to raise others up for justice and to offer forgiveness for those who harm us? Amen. So may the peace of the Lord Christ go with you wherever he may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storm. May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you. May he bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I did feel then as I was doing the Lord's Prayer that I may have missed a sentence or, or, or two. Um, very sorry about that. I promise I do know it. Um, <laughs> but guys, it's really good to see you. Same time tomorrow. Bless the rest of your day and uh, yeah, see you around or maybe not because we're in isolation, but maybe see you online. Take care, guys. Toodle pips.